0: Welcome to episode four of the Five Star Jobbers Podcast. I'm Cody. And I'm John. And we've got another exciting episode for you today. It is draft day for us here at the Five Star Jobbers Podcast.
1: Da-da-da, da-da-da. Wait, wrong well, industry. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's better than what I can Can we find. create our own for the draft? Uh, I don't know. I mean,
0: if we had one for our own, what would it be? Or what would it sound like? Ooh, cha cha. Ooh,
1: cha cha. Shall <laughs> we
0: What's funny about that is that we did not rehearse that at all. I was just like, just how quick he was off of that was just funny. <laughs> I'm gonna clip that, and well, that's gonna be just like a little excerpt for us when we do segments or whichever.
1: Though Wait, my how, mom, how my mom says I'm special. How did that go again?
0: Mark it on this day, on episode four, when we came up with our first, like, jingle for something. (laughs) All right. Okay. Focus here. All right. Time to get serious. Okay. So we'll kind of go over the rules of what we're doing. I mean, we're going to this... I wouldn't say completely blind because we have sort of an idea of what we want to do as far as the rules go.
1: But it's still blind in the essence that I have not told you my list. You haven't told me your list. I have no idea who you're going to pick first. You have no idea who I'm going to pick first. We don't even know right now. Like, we've got the whole
0: roster pretty much on our phones. And we're just going to go through the ones that we would pick. Now, the rules of it, we've given ourselves only three rules. Uh, Tag teams have to stay together. Mm Mm-hmm. You can only have one pick from NXT. Yep. And you must have at least two women's wrestlers. Yep. I mean, pr- pretty simple. Pretty simple. Ten and picks you, overall. Yeah. So. And you can follow along with us. Like we said, if you've got your own top ten picks or what you would do, whether Raw or SmackDown, whatever you would do, leave it in the comments for us. We've got social media handles up now. You can follow us. You can subscribe to what we've got. You can do anything. You can share our page, share our Instagram, share our Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen to. We're all over the world. We're taking over everything now. We're not on MySpace yet. Crap. I, I need to
1: get. I need to go call my friend Tom and see if I can fix that. Yes, we need on that. We need to get on that. We need to talk A's to that. Tom. All right. Now, going
0: into the draft, we've got our top pick, number one pick. So you're raw, so you get the first pick, don't you? Of course, I'm the A show. We gotta go with raw. All right.
1: I think that's a little bit wrong.
0: Well, I mean. You've seen SmackDown. It is. It's the it's way
1: it works. Raw gets the first pick. SmackDown gets the second pick. You go ahead and go first. I'll still whip you, butt All right. Oh, okay. We'll see how that goes. All right. So, my
0: number one pick for the draft for Monday Night Raw, I'm going with the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes.
1: You suck. <laughs> I, thought I you were, love it. I thought you were going to pick Roman. I thought you were going to go with the title. You were mm-hmm. going to pick the guy with the, with the gold on nope, his waist. No, I'm
0: going with the guy that's going to carry it on into the future. Yeah. Roman is about to become a thing of the past, so I'm embracing the future of WWE, and that future is with Cody
1: Rhodes. Alrighty, well then I will see your Cody Rhodes, and uh, I will uh, take... Seth freaking Rollins. Oh, I hate you so much right now. (laughs) That was going to be your number two, wasn't it? That was going to be my number two. Seth Rollins is never a number two.
0: No, he's not, but he's right up there with Cody Rhodes. I I was honestly, in my mind, I had it in between Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. But I held out hope that you were not going to (laughs) take Seth Rollins. You thought I was
1: going to go Roman. I
0: genuinely thought you were going to go Roman. Man. Man. Ah, okay, that hurts. So I've got to change my game plan up a little bit now because John just threw a monkey wrench in my plans. I'm going with those saber metrics, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. But all hope is not lost because my second pick is gonna be the tag team of the Usos. Ooh, you uh, we can't
1: curse on this show. Lord.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is really going to test our ability to be able to censor ourselves on the podcast. Yep. Because right. we are going to make some enemies
1: Alright, so if you're going to take the Usos, then I'm going to go ahead and take the belts. I'm taking Sammy and Kevin. I'm, I'm putting them there. They're going to be on the show. You know, if you want to see the title belts, come to my SmackDown. Alright, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, with round three... Kinda of apropos that you talk about titles because I am taking the SmackDown women's champion, oh! Rhea Bloody Ripley. That's the best I mean absolutely I mean, how do you how do you
1: come back from that one, okay I,
0: I just have a knack for it. I, I mean, Is there, like
1: t- take a pause from this for a minute. Okay. Is there any woman on the roster right now? Not not that they could bring in from another place, not that they could bring up somewhere. Is there anybody that's even close to Rhea right now? Like not even close. like in her. I mean, like they. She beat Charlotte. Charlotte would be the 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 only person that you could really say is you know that that next level. Becky Lynch two years ago, three years ago, could be yeah. discussed. But but Becky Lynch now, she's still great. She's still awesome. She's still the man. But I wouldn't put Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley's atmosphere right now. No, not at the level
0: that she's at right now. So I don't even know what that, to do at that point. Exactly. I mean, there's, there's nothing you can't do at the Rhea you, Ripley is at the top.
1: You've of- neutered me. <laughs> at this point, the best thing I can hope for is like an attitude era women's division. Because the, the competitive brawling, the, the centerpiece of women's professional... May, call me out if you want. The centerpiece of women's professional wrestling... Is Rhea Ripley right now? Uh, Absolutely. No question. Oh! What you got to go off of that? I have no answer for that. Um, My next pick is AJ Styles.
0: Ooh. Okay. Okay. I I see. I see. Not bad. Now, going into round four... I think it's time that I take someone that I think is going to be carrying on the championship at some point. If not now, then definitely down the road. My next pick is going to be the Celtic warrior, Mm.
1: Seamus. Seamus. Very nice. Well, if anybody wondering why I picked AJ Styles, the next pick will let you know. I want to see the rivalry play out, and I'll take the faction with me. Finn Balor.
0: Ooh. So you're already taking Judgment Day out from under the rug there.
1: I mean, they kind of have to follow the leader, don't they? Yeah. They I mean, do. the Judgment Day plays on both sides of the realm. we've seen yeah. them on, on SmackDown, we've seen them on Raw. So uh, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'll, I'll get. I'm that not taking you. them entirely from you, but Finn Balor is the leader. You've got Rhea. So Dom and Damien, they'll bounce back and forth to say hi to Mommy and Poppy. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's true. But, you know, uh, what are we in, round five now? We're in, uh, so I you know, I took yeah. Seth, I took Sammy and Kevin, I took AJ, I took Finn. So now right. we're, we're in round so, five. yeah, we're in round five now. So going into round
0: five, I'm going to take my own faction here. And I'm going to take along a champion with me. I'm gonna take Volter, aka Gunter, with Imperium. Alrighty. So what you got to go off of round five there?
1: Well, that was uh, that was really I was hoping you weren't gonna go there, <laughs> and I was really hoping to be able to get the intercontinental title and get Volter. Yeah. I don't want to take Austin Theory. <laughs> but i need well, well, trust me i don't either i need a united states title so <laughs> i will go ahead and and take a town and put him very down on the on the roster <laughs> very much down but i need to take that that u.s title so i can make other people play with it other than a town i got you i got you
0: all right now going into round six i'm kind of torn between two superstars in particular. But, I want to go ahead and round out my women's division with two picks uh, from the female roster. And I'm going to go with the EST of WWE
1: Bianca Belair. Well, you've got Rhea, you've got the EST. I'm going to grab one. I'm going to pick my first female and I'm going to hope, under my general management, that we're going to turn Oscar into Kana. Ooh, okay. All right. And for those of you who don't know Kana, K-A-N-A, YouTube it. You need it. to look it up, for YouTube sure. YouTube it. Use the old YouTube machine. You've got one in your pocket. Yep, everybody's got one.
0: All right. Uh, we are in round six, or round seven right now. We should. I should be keeping track of this, or we should be keeping track, but like I said, we're going into this blind, and we're just having fun with this. Mm-hmm. But, okay, I'm trying to remember my I picked Cody Rhodes, and then I picked The Usos, and then I picked, was it Sheamus? And then...
1: You're wonder, on seven. You're on seven.
0: I, I picked my six, so you're on seven. Okay, yeah, so we're on seven now. All right, so my next pick is one that I am excited has made his return to WWE... And I'm hoping that they do so much more with him than they've done in the past, in recent years. My next pick is the king of strong style, Shinsuke Nakamura.
1: Very nice. The king of the Kinshasa. Oh, yeah. Very good pick. Awesome stuff. Well, I need a tag team for uh, Sammy and KO to play with. And I'm going to take... Just you know, a great set of athletes and the street profits.
0: Oh,
1: you sorry, sorry, dog. <laughs> oh man,
0: that that's a little blow right there. Okay, all right. That was actually what I had on my mind for my next pick. Um, but but all all hope is not lost. Raw is still going to be remain the A show because my next pick is going to be a very heavy hitter one that i think can do a lot if given the right opportunity my next pick is carrion
1: cross you piece of dog (laughs) (laughs)
0: dumb ah i love it i love it i love it
1: i love it new rolling pile of excrement
0: I come by it, honestly. I mean, what can I say? All
1: right, you're you're taking. So you're going to take one of Triple H's greatest NXT guys who Vince buried. Then I've got to take a great NXT guy who Vince tried to bury and is probably still trying to bury. I'm going to take the mouth that never stops moving, Mr. L.A. Knight. Yeah. Oh,
0: no. (laughs) Ah. Oh, man. Okay, okay, all right, yeah, I I see, I see you now. Okay, now, we're on pick number nine now, I think. Yeah, this is, this is... We've got two more left. With my ninth pick, I'm scrolling through the roster, and I'm trying to find someone that is just jumping out in my head. But you know what? I haven't seen this person a lot as of late, but I'm hoping that... They will make their return at some point, just depending on how things go. But my next pick is Bray Wyatt. Okay.
1: Oh, wait, 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 wait. What's that sound effect for? Can we not? I mean, if you take Bray Wyatt, who was the fiend, then fine. But this current Bray Wyatt with the Uncle Howdy thing, I'm done with the Uncle Howdy thing, man. That I mean that I think that they'll change that creatively because from you, the, all, the
0: whole Uncle Howdy thing doesn't make sense.
1: But the, that was the I, worst. That was, I mean that revealed the Uncle Howdy thing. What was that like? Uh, it was like three or four months back. That was before the Royal Rumble. Was it after Survivor? Was it after Survivor season I mean, good lord! Talk about just crap production. Yeah, The whole thing, but, the drop from the top, I mean, completely misses LA yeah,
0: Knight. The drop from the top,
1: I will give. That was garbage. But I'm holding out hope. All right, you 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 hold out hope. Okay. Well, I'm going to round out the rest of my women's division. And since tag teams um, stay intact, I'm going to get a double dose. Um, I'm picking really one. I'm going to get the other, but I really want the this is Most people would go the other way with this one. But I'm going to say I'm going to go with... Rhonda and Shayna Baszler. Oh. But I'm really picking okay. this. I, believe it or not, I'm not picking for Ronda. Uh, oh, I'm yeah, picking yeah. for Shayna. I, 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 I want Shayna and Asuka, like the Connor version of Asuka, oh, yeah. in a Japanese strong style, Ooh. just absolute MMA, you know, real just down and vicious Nothing. Women like I mean like you know, like we saw with Rhea and Charlotte. Okay, okay, I see what you're going with there. And so rounding
0: out my picks with number ten is gonna come from NXT. Mm. This guy, I believe, is going to crush anything in his path. Is going to destroy anybody in his way. I get, I get what you're going with this. My one. My final pick. Is he is he breaking is
1: something? Brawn breaker. breaker. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, I have one more pick, and so I'm going to give it to my my guy, my my white horse, the 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 wrestler that I want to see. Get his his fair shake in WWE before he goes out. And I also want to make sure that the end of my draft choices is glorious. Oh, okay. Bobby Roode.
0: Okay, all right.
1: Interesting. Interesting. I want to see Bobby Roode come in. I I want Bobby Roode to have a final run in any area. Before he goes out, you know he's not 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 a spring chicken, but just like AJ Styles, he's still got at least a little bit left in the tank. And the WWE universe has not seen all that Mr. Robert Roode can do. All right, I can see. Well, that's our picks for the draft. It was a lot.
0: I had a lot of fun with that. Oh okay, yeah, that sure. was that was I'm definitely sure.
1: a lot of fun. I mean, there's some fantasy booking in there. I mean, obviously. The draft is not going to look anything like what of we just co- did. Oh, of course not. I mean, we left out we left out Roman. <laughs> yeah, we just. I don't know. If we we say left out Brock. Yeah, we left out
0: Brock, which honestly, I I could care less about. I mean, Vince McMahon
1: Brock. is rolling over in his uh, depends right now because nobody chose Omos. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. But you know, we
0: had fun with it. Hey, and if you guys have your top ten, share it in the comments on our social media, and give us some ideas on your top picks and who you'd yeah. like to see and what who you think is going to be. The next big thing going into WWE right now, or who's going to get that big push
1: through WWE? And if you if you want to tell Cody that he lost and that I did better, you can totally do that too. I highly doubt that. <laughs> so, right. Right. shifting gears now, guys.
0: It's time to get into some reviews. Let's do some reviews this week.
1: Reviews! Let's hear them! That was pretty good.
0: Yeah. I'm going to clip that at some point. We've already got one jingle from
1: the last episode. I mean when you when you when you you know when you have the budget that we have you have to work with your production value, you know. Yeah. In time. It's, it's only 4 episodes in. We're going to get there, guys. Hey, we're one sponsor away from actual, you know, ching, you know, doing that with a, a laptop instead of our mouse. Exactly. You it could be you. Sign today. Let's do it. All right. Starting off with Monday Night
0: Raw, I'll say the beginning of this was absolutely garbage because the whole Rey Mysterio and Dominic storyline, it should be done with. It should only be focused it on LWO be. and Judgment Day. The whole segment just was garbage. Dominic, I was just like, please someone Are the Are they just trying
1: up. to have the promo that they were supposed to have before WrestleMania? I don't know. Because I'm watching that, and I'm thinking, that would have been a great promo two weeks ago. Really? Three weeks ago. Really? You know, anything before the match. And then also... I, what, what is Dominic doing? I just—that's I, I, a good question. That's what I've been wondering for a while. Is—is is he being so bad that you're supposed to laugh at it? Like, is it? Uh, what's that? What was that movie? Uh, the Room, you know, where the actor was so bad. The, the the choices that he made. He was also the director. You know, he, he wrote, directed, uh, you know, starred in the movie. I don't think I've seen this one. And it's so bad. That people couldn't stop watching it because it was so bad. That's Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, you know you're tearing me apart, Lisa. (laughs) Like the uh, he's so bad. I it's like I can't stop watching, but I'm not watching because I want to. I'm watching because I'm truly just stunned at what I'm looking at. It's it's like a car
0: crash. You you're horrified at what's happening, but you can't look away from it. You got to look and see what's going on. But aside from that, there were some surprising parts of it. I mean, Trish turning heel. I didn't I coming. I, mean, I, I, I saw coming. It once
1: again something I thought was going to happen at WrestleMania and then they so they they swerved us, you know, it didn't happen at WrestleMania and now it happens here. So Right. Okay, you know, I guess take a take a, a week break off of, of something. Right. And then go back to it. But yeah, great turn. Yeah. You know, Trish knows how to get her heat. Oh yeah, she does. She's um, been it for years. I highly suspect that her and, and Becky are going to have a great match. Um, I'm assuming they'll probably have a match as soon as Backlash. Um, but I would really like to see a, a long program with those two women. I think that there's a, there's a lot of opportunity there. Right. Um, you know... Where does Lita fall into the whole situation? Oh, you she'll know, make her appearance.
0: No, there's, there, there's no question
1: about it. But, you know, it's, it's just, does she side with Trish? Does she side with Becky? You know, if if Lita sides with Trish, does Becky have anybody who can who can be her friend to back her up? Or, you know, does Lita say, you know what, I'm out. I don't want to be a part of it. Right. There's so many things that this can go. It's a really exciting storyline. Um, you know, really happy that they decided to go ahead and pull the trigger on this one. Yeah. And then you have the Cody Rhodes segment, which I I didn't know what to
0: expect with him going off of the whole destruction of the main event that we were supposed to have on the Raw after WrestleMania. But I will say, Cody Rhodes has a knack for when he does his promos, he makes you invested Mm -hmm. in what's about to come. And honestly, I was not looking forward to the whole Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar match until this promo. I'm still it gave me a glimmer of hope that maybe this is actually going to be good. Maybe there's actually going to be something that we can hold on to. Well,
1: I mean, at the end of the day, Brock can work.
0: He can. Um, it's a matter of how long is he I mean, going, to, work? Anybody, is this going any, to be another anybody,
1: anybody who can go back a couple years and watch Brock versus AJ oh, yeah. knows that Brock can work. Brock can do a 15, 20-minute match. I mean, he's, he did great stuff with Roman, too. But, like, you take someone, like, at the work rate right of a Cody Rhodes, they can have a great match. There's no question about, is Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar a marquee match that can sell out in an arena anywhere? Yes, the answer is yes. But how they gave it to us? Is is horrible? Is terrible?
0: No, it's you know, it's, it's, gar-
1: it's garbage. Give me what I want, but in the way that I don't want it. Exactly. You know, give me a filet mignon, but you know, in an enema. Exactly. Okay, it's what I <laughs> want, but it's not the way I want it served. <laughs> oh, that, I got to remember that one. That's all right. It's a new one. But yes, the match is going to be great. The both of those guys know how to work. How we got here is ridiculous it makes no sense yeah there's no real reason but cody is a master of turning chicken crap into chicken salad you know so i i fully trust it's gonna be it's gonna be fine but are we are we happy with it no we're not no not
0: exactly so overall i gave monday night raw for this week a three
1: yeah i mean halfway in between way improved from last week yeah not but by much. Not what Triple H has been
0: giving us for the last six months. Right, not by much. I mean, there was highs and lows, of course, with the Cody Rhodes segment, Trish turning heel. I mean, honestly, even the Alpha Academy versus the Usos, I thought it was a pretty good tag match. I that
1: love the fine. Alpha Academy. Both those guys know how to be entertaining. They're oh, great yeah. workers. Uh, I fully, you know, I think that as long if Triple H can maintain some form of creative control, we can only help. guys like Chad Gable have a future in this company. Vince will never see the brilliance of a Chad Gable. All he'll see is his height. Exactly. Uh, but Chad Gable is phenomenal. I mean, go back and look at him. Uh, and, you know, from the NXT days, even before him and Jason Jordan got together. But, you know, with, J- with Jason Jordan, after Jason Jordan, in the Alpha Academy. He's great. I mean, that, that guy, great. he can be funny. He can be serious. But at the end of the day, he's tremendous in the ring. Yes, uh, no question. Definitely a, a major future talent. If someone will just give him the rocket and send him straight up like he right, deserves yeah. to be. Overall, I mean, I
0: don't know if, what you agreed on that. No, totally. That. It's
1: a it's a three show. I okay, mean, I could yeah. I could be a jerk and give it a two point five, but well, I, mean, I mean, at the, the end, end of the day, it it, a th- you know, a three it's a three show. Yeah, it uh, it was it was better than last week, um, and the, you know, according to the dirt sheets, take what you will. Um, it wasn't as Vince influenced as the previous show, which was uh, obvious. word, word, yeah, word around town is that Vince is definitely over in a, in a remote sense. Like he's, he's sending in his notes, he's approving things, but he's not at the shows. He's not in gorilla. He's not making last minute changes like he did Last Monday, I think, you know, Endeavor's a company. They want to make money, and they're not stupid. And the response that last week's mania, I mean, we trashed it, but everybody else trashed it too. Oh, yeah.
0: And I think that was enough of a message to people to say, what you did, we're not happy with, and neither are the people. And that it wasn't are just the fans. I mean, oh, no, you, you, the, the, the wrestlers. Everybody on the roster, I mean, you got guys like Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins. Drew
1: McIntyre, Seth Rollins. Uh, I hear Bailey's not a particular yep. fan of what's Even going on. Even Becky, there. just recently, said she's not going to be coming to Raw next yep. week. I mean, people are sick
0: and tired of Vince still putting his hand in everything because he's completely destroying the, the people that could possibly take his company to a whole other level, whether it's on the entertainment side or giving you five-star matches. Yep. It's, it's a joke. But anyway... Going off of that and going into AEW Dynamite for this week. Overall, I gave this one a three as well. It, w- it wasn't great. What? But it wasn't horrible. J- just for me. And I'll tell you why. Did someone pee in your Cheerios before you
1: watch this? No, because this see, was a
0: great Dynamite. It, it was okay. It was good. The only thing I am confused with. like I'll give it the Buddy Matthews and Orange Cassidy match.
1: It was, uh, my was favorite freaking match. amazing. Oh, yeah.
0: That was my favorite match. It was great. What now... The things that soured it for me a little bit was all the other awesome stuff that happened. No, here's why: we see Jeff Hardy return. Great. Jeff Hardy returning was like one of the least exciting things that happened. And see, and here's, and that's one of the things I was like, okay, great, Jeff Hardy's back, but for how long? Woohoo! Yeah. How long is it gonna be until he's back on the shelf again? You know, and uh, and not a hate uh, against Jeff. I
1: I hope anybody going through struggles with those things. That whenever time they hang it up, it's the last time they hang it up, and that's and, why I'm just like, and we you know we always hope for Jeff, we always you know we love everything that he's ever done, and you know if you if you need help, get help exactly, and and I, I don't say that to hate on Jeff, because I mean no, not at all, but what, once what again, Jeff is talking... in his Jeff is in his twilight years. I mean, at the end of the day, like the guy, it you can tell it visibly hurts him to do the swan time. Oh yeah, I mean he's, Jeff, he's both not... Jeff and Matt love love the guys, but you know at this and and I'm not ripping on anybody, but I don't get excited about watching the Hardy Boys for the same reason I no longer get excited about watching the Rock and Roll Express.
0: Right. They can't arena everybody in that arena was super excited, thrilled to see Jeff Hardy back. Me, I was just kinda of sitting on my couch like,
1: What? I mean I was happy to see Jeff back. I'm, oh yeah, I'm glad to see him. Uh, back, but, but but at the end of the day I don't think I'm gonna get, you know, the the kind of matches that we got out of him seven eight years ago no. even when we had brother Nero and broken Matt Hardy yeah I don't think we're going to get matches like we got out of them with Edge and Christian and the Dudley boys no you know like said, at this point you know we're, we're we're getting like a rock and roll express we've, we've got the move they can do the swanton they can do the twist of fate you know they can do the basic callback moves but
0: it's just not the they're not setting that, the world yeah. on
1: fire anymore no they're not
0: and then, like I said, Buddy Matthews and Arch Cassidy, great match. Jeff Hardy coming back, uh, okay, good. You're burying the lead. You're burying the lead. And then, the MJF and Darby Allin. The five-star
1: segment. segment between... I'll say,
0: it was good. Then Sting coming back out. Was a f- it was fantastic... Good. It was good. I'm just saying, like, overall, it just didn't feel like it was five stars for me. Which, and and you can feel free to tear me apart on how great it was. I... I, I, and, I and I know you fully intend on doing that. Well, I'm just but,
1: saying. I, I, I bet. You, I bet you. You go to Japan and get Japanese wagyu, and you say it's okay. Probably. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'd love to go to Japan sometime. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You know. You know. Uh, you know. I bet. You know. Gordon Ramsay makes you a dinner, and you're like, it's okay. <laughs> No, don't be no, no, I love Gordon Ramsay. No, I I love oh, Gordon Ramsay yeah. too. And if he made me beef Wellington, I would say it's a five star beef Wellington. Oh, one hundred. And this was a five star dynamite. I have no idea, like. Oh man, I, maybe it's old school in me. I don't get. Everything about this dynamite was fantastic. You had phenomenal wrestling. You had phenomenal storytelling. You had great promos that are callbacks to generation long. I mean, Sting talking about Ric Flair and and how he built him up and giving him his flowers in that promo, talking about the Wolf Pack, talking about Kevin and Scott. I mean, every bit of my old Attitude Era 11 self was in the feels on that. Okay. I okay. Bring up the Joker. For those of you who whoever, who watched Impact oh, in yeah. the 2010s and saw the Joker version of Sting, you know, honestly, one of the best versions of Sting ever. Period. Better than the Surfer Sting. Yeah. Like I would put it second only to the, the original Crow version of Sting.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Uh, Joker version of Sting is fantastic. The callback there, I mean Darby Allen's best promo work of all time. I mean, Darby Allen. I've been a Darby Allen guy. I, I love his work. He, Like I said, he reminds me of Cactus and of Jeff. You know, he, he loves to put on a show for the fans. He puts his body out there. He doesn't just flip to flip. He knows it's going to hurt. Oh, he yeah. does it for the fans. And, you know, the one thing that's been lacking is his ability. You know, he can make you care about him while he's wrestling. It's when he's talking. And this is when he just went from... Jeff Hardy level to Mick Foley level. You know? I, mean, I can see that. Jeff Hardy, Mick Foley, stuntmen. But there's a difference between how Jeff made you feel versus how Mick made you feel in a promo. And Darby just went to that next level.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'll give that. Now, kind of one of the things I'll take away, and we'll, this will be my last point on that, and then we can go into SmackDown and Dynamite. But from what Sting said in his promo during that, saying that he doesn't have very many days left. I honestly could see at some point, I don't know when, maybe on Dynamite or whenever, I see him and MJF squaring off and that being his ride off into the sunset. I think think MJF could be the one that retires
1: Sting. I think that would be a huge honor to MJF. I think that uh, the man Steve Borden would be honored to put over MJF at this point. Agreed. I think it would be a good use of his ride off into the sunset match. Right. Because that's you got to ask yourself at that point, you know, when you reach that certain level, and when you also look at the roster, like you have to look and say, this this is a one and done type of thing. This is a one and only type of thing. Right. Who do I do this with? And it's really kind of hard because you say, do I do it with someone who's established that you know, I know I'm going to have a great last match with, or do I do it with somebody who I could give amazing rub and push to? I don't necessarily know if it's going to be the thing that sets him off, but it could be. Right. You know, you look at you know you look at the past, like you look at Ric Flair. Ric Flair, you know, he's had lots of last matches, but I think everybody can agree that the the true Ric Flair last match. Was against Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 100
0: because it it had all the elements that you could look forward to in a last mm-hmm. match like that because everybody knew it was going to happen but everybody did not want it to happen at all.
1: Yeah, you know and Stone so, Cold put over The Rock in his last last true match. Um, you know, Mick Foley put over Triple H in his last true match, and then he came back again. And I, you could also argue that maybe the Edge match was his like last true match, but I would still say it that was the Cactus-Triple H-Hell-in-A-Cell match. Agreed. Um, and then you look at The Undertaker and AJ Styles. The way that that was done was very different, but very much The Undertaker hand-chose, yeah. you know, who he was going to do his last ride match with, and that was AJ. Um, you know... Sean did his with Taker, so he, he chose to have the better, you know, climactic storyline match with Taker as opposed to the younger talent. But then you do have guys who do put over the younger talent. Um, Sting's always been one of those guys, so I could totally see Sting putting over MJF and kind of riding off into the sunset. And after a promo like this last week's promo, Darby Allin doesn't have to have Sting anymore. No. He's made us believe in Darby Allen, not just Sting's protege Darby Allen. Cause, you know, let's face it. If you are a, a big wrestling watcher, meaning that you watched WWE and now you watch AEW because there's enough, you know, talk about it that you've given it some chance. But you were never an indie wrestler. You didn't watch MLW. You didn't watch CCW. Right. You didn't watch GCW. GCW. You don't watch, you don't really watch NWA. New Japan or or yeah, NWA. So you probably didn't know who Darby Allen is. Right. You only knew Darby as, oh wow, this guy's coming out with Sting. I know who Sting is. Right. Like but. I said, I gotta give this a five star because this is the kind of show that builds the talent. I'm a big Orange Cassidy fan. Um, I'm a big Buddy Matthews fan. Oh yeah, and I, I mean I'll, those guys. That was a five star match any day of the week. Great storytelling. You know, Orange Cassidy has this great job of being nonchalant in absolute tear down matches. Oh yeah, how he maintains that character in that. You know, in those individualized matches, that can be brutal. And how he sold the hand throughout the whole thing. I mean, it was it was a master class. Yeah. Those guys did a phenomenal job. Poo-poo on you, sir. I mean, you can say what you want. Three I mean, stars.
0: I, 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 I just call it how I see it. Right, so, Dave. All right. Now going into, I won't spend a whole lot of time on Friday Night
1: Smackdown and Rampage. Just because for both of these, I gave them a two. I gave, I gave SmackDown a 2.5. I didn't give it a 3 just because I felt like it was kind of a, a retelling of last week's SmackDown. Yeah, that, that's it why I all, gave it a 2. Yeah.
0: I mean, the only thing that stuck out in this was the Xavier Woods and LA Knight
1: match. They're pushing the thing.
0: Xavier, man. And that was, the, see, And this one I almost gave 5 stars.
1: I almost gave it a 5 star match. But I can't give I've it a 5 star match. I mean, I, I, I know Consequences Creed has had a better match than that. But both LSMY again I thought that there could be more to that and that he could have done a whole lot more.
0: Yeah. But I do love that they're going along with giving
1: Xavier. Well, Woods I just like that they're like, only yeah, singles they're, they're giving Xavier a little bit of that edge that, you know, I'm ticked off. I've been this positive, you know, happy go lucky guy, and now I'm kind of getting a little irritated. Because I've been patient, I've done it the right way, I've bided my time.
0: And now he's getting this chance to face mm-hmm. Gunter yep. for the Intercontinental Championship. Now, do
1: you think that he stands a chance against Gunter? I don't think so, but unless maybe B. it's comes all out.
0: creative design and all intelligent design to possibly give Xavier Woods that underdog mentality to where he could pull off the surprise of a lifetime and or, take down... One of the longest reigning intercontinental champions
1: that we've seen in WWE. Or, this is just an or. Okay. Xavier's fighting Gunter. Gunter beats, you know, or Gunter is struggling with Xavier. Right. Gunter cheats to beat Xavier. Imperium comes out. Then Kobe comes out. They're getting their butts whipped. And then we get Big E back. Okay. I get, can see that. And We get a New Day versus Imperium feud. Because what's a better foil, you know, and I'm using like the cinematic terms, you know, or literary terms, what's a better foil for Imperium than New Day?
0: Okay, I,
1: I can see that. Like I mean, both yeah, guys both both sets of characters love professional wrestling. Right. And there's not a single one in that entire in any of those groups. That you're going to say is lackluster by any means. Right. But where New Day is have a good time, party, make jokes, bootios, you know, pancakes, all this. And then you've got Imperium, the ring is sacred. Right. Like, who spits in the face of Imperium more than the New Day? Yeah, that's just true. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah,
0: overall, Friday Night Smackdown, I gave it a 2. Uh, Judgment Day segment was garbage. Uh, Owens, Zayn, Uso segment. I was like... Whoa. Literal yeah. repeat. Re- just a
1: repeat of everything. It was like I, I called said. it. I called it last week. I said, we're we're going to see the same stuff over and over. Maybe after Backlash, we might have a hope. Yeah. But uh, I don't think they know where they're going. I don't think they've quite figured it out. I don't think Roman was supposed to win. No, he I- wasn't.
0: <laughs> that, and that's just Vince putting his creative yeah. foot... Down the throat. I don't think of Roman, Roman
1: wasn't supposed to win. We're not supposed to have a Roman champion right now. No, with a Cody going after Brock situation, leaving the rest of the tear down the bloodline story. I mean, I I I love Riddle. Okay, I love the bro, but wouldn't it make so much more sense right now for Kevin Owens and Sammy and Cody? To be taking on the Bloodline, line? It should. But because, Isn't that what we were getting but because, before?
0: But because Vince loves his big guys and loves Brock Lesnar and Omos and all these other ones, he's got to have them in the mix and have them in somewhere. But, yeah, going from there to Rampage, I gave that one or two as well. Uh, the only thing that surprised me about that night was FTR's announcement that they've only got four years left of their career, and then they're calling
1: it quits professional I, wrestlers and their retirement I mean I, I mean do you really believe it honestly, Cody says the same thing Cody says that you know 5 years from now he's going to ride off into the sunset and never wrestle again See I think But the son Cody of the son is, of a plumber does not retire in his in his early at, at 40 No there's, okay there's no, and, and FTR you know I'm I'm am calling it on that. I mean, maybe FTR's career stops in four years, but Dax and Cash as individuals, there's there's too much money on the table for that. There, there, there's no way that that's that that's real. I mean, call me you know call me out on it. Say whatever you want to say. Um, I think that that Dax Harwood has a tremendous opportunity for a singles run. Um, I don't really see the same in cash. I don't really know why. I I put them side by side. There's no reason, but there's something about Dax that just I think he's got a little bit more charisma. He's got that 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 it factor, right? Um, and, and he's had those good singles run, but well, not he's had some great singles, matches. Great match. singles you matches. You remember the the singles match between him and CM Punk? Oh yeah, one hundred percent, fantastic, was a great one.
0: But yeah, I mean, I can see yeah, kind of going off of that. Yeah, I see him having a singles run, but. Honestly, I just feel like this is their time to just do all the things they want to do while they're in AEW, face all the tag teams they want, and put on those great matches that we know them to have. So,
1: okay, so here's a good question. Here's a great question. Sorry, I don't enunciate very well. It's all right. Who's left for F dream matches at this point? Like, obviously, AEW has no problem opening the forbidden door. So, other than maybe current wwe teams who i mean i'd say the best teams in wwe we've seen ftr go against so okay right so who's left for ftr i mean if we're gonna say cross off their bucket lists you know what's left there i mean there's plenty of teams that they could possibly
0: do something with i mean and with tony khan having his control over ring of honor there's plenty of teams that he can bring over from there as well. The only one and, that I, I mean, see...
1: Thank God. I'm, I'm just super happy. And maybe I don't, don't take the Lord's name here on this one. But but I'm so thankful we got FTR versus the Briscoes. Oh, my
0: gosh. 100%. I mean, of all the rivalries and tag team rivals that they've had in Ring of Honor.
1: Or that's, that's, in wrestling in general. That strap... I mean, that... Oh, my goodness, that goodness was That the was best. brutal, bloody... Brilliant, wonderful professional wrestling. It was fantastic. It was awesome. Can't be replicated. I mean, at this point, I mean we could see FT I mean we could see FTR versus the Hardys. I think maybe that's already been done in WW. I can't yeah, remember if it was has. or not, but at the end of the day, it's like it's it's like watching FTR face the Rock and Roll Express. It's not the same team. I mean, exactly. I mean there's some
0: that they could do something
1: with. I mean, like you know, maybe Jay and Juice. You know, the Bullet Club Gold, yep, as they've the, deemed themselves, that would bring, be a pretty
0: decent match. You can um, bring over uh, the OG Kingdom from Ring of Honor and possibly do something. Because, I mean,
1: you've got... I wish like, I, some, I, I wish Kyle O'Reilly was was healthier and we could have Bobby Fish. I mean, O'Reilly and Fish versus FTR. That would be phenomenal. That would be a, a great opportunity, a you know, great hard-hitting match. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, we've already seen FTR versus DIY, but those guys are in WWE. Right. I don't for know but, Have we being.
0: seen FTR versus the Acclaimed? Uh, I
1: don't. Maybe I don't in like know. a throwaway match, but never anything that was built that like had more than a five minute. You know, really, I don't. I don't count. You know, your throwaway matches, your squash matches. Right. I don't count those. So we probably have seen one before, but not one that was built, not one that was allowed to breathe. Um, you know, I'm just thinking. There may be some. There may be some tag teams over in NJPW that could come over. Um, I, I mean, if Lance Archer and uh, Davey Boy Smith got together, oh, that would be uh, phenomenal. Uh, and and brought back that tag team, uh, that would be a heck of a match against FTR. Oh, for sure. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I can kind of get where they're coming from, but at the same time, I just think that they're. They're professional wrestlers. They'll get up, they're going to retire for two years and they'll come back and they'll wrestle again. All right. Well, guys, that's all
0: the reviews we have for you this week. Tune in next episode because we got something exciting coming for you. Are you going to tell them? You think I should? Or just kind of leave them guessing? Or just kind of give them a hand? I don't know. I
1: think this is the kind of thing that you tell people so we can build it up. You think so? I mean, yeah. Well, all righty
0: then. I'll just go ahead and say it. We've got our first guest coming up. Woo! Our first guest on the podcast. Now, Paul Hammond? Uh, no. That might be like years down the road. Okay. If, but we do have a guest coming up on the show. We're very excited to bring them on. They're an independent wrestler on the scene working to get themselves out there working to get their name out there we're very excited that he's coming on the podcast he
1: is a beautiful beautiful man oh my gosh I I almost (laughs) wish we weren't a podcast and that we were doing the full video thing because this guy is a sight to be seen
0: oh trust me we'll share it on social media like it'll come in weeks or not weeks days down the road leading up to it so you'll get to see who it is I'll get the butter
1: what's that I'll get the butter (laughs) damn I'll get the butter Oh my gosh. Right.
0: But anyway, sorry, night, let me lose focus here. But we're excited. We've got a fir- first-time guest on the show, our very first guest ever. Tune in next week. It's going to be awesome. You don't want to miss it. We'll see you guys next
1: episode. Adiós.